Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Marvelous Movie Mondays with Kelsey and Dill. Uh, our off-season is officially over. We're back into the swing of things. Off-season was a little short between Moon Knight, Doctor Strange, and, and now Miss Marvel. Only a few weeks, but we are back. Uh, excited to get back into some regular scheduled programming. Kelsey, how are you doing? I'm doing good, Dill. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm some McDonald's Sprite because I have a really bad headache. Uh, I just actually, while we're recording this, I just came from seeing Jurassic World Dominion, uh, easily the worst film of the year next to Morbius. Oof. So, um, so I am, I, I have a headache. I'm trying to relieve myself. Uh, watch a little bit more of Miss Marvel just to recap and refresh uh, and get myself in a better headspace because spoiler alert, I liked it uh, a lot more than I liked Jurassic World Dominion. Um, oh, good. We'll I'm talk, glad. We'll, we'll talk about that in a bit. Um, and, and I'm sure by now, the time this is going out, uh, the, everyone has seen my Jurassic World Dominion review and they know how unkind i was to it but hey you know what they're making a lot of money anyway so they don't care if i don't like it um kelsey do you have any news wow. uh let's transition from dinosaurs to, to marvel stuff um <laughs> do you have any news in the marvel marvel hemisphere hemisphere i don't know that's a good word I for it do. there's a lot there's a lot that's been going on and whenever we have trivia these trivia matches now we don't do a formal sit down news discussion right, so we're behind the the ball for a, a few things still and that's the that's fact okay. that we got a teaser trailer for she hulk i don't remember when but at some point we very much did get that that's um right. it was very quick it was only about like a minute and 30 seconds long um mm -hmm. all we know for sure is that bruce banner's involved mm, um nice. There is so our main character Jennifer Walters um, is an attorney. So the full name of the show is actually She Hulk Attorney at Law, and we find out that she is now going to be leading a new superhuman law division of whatever law firm she works at. So it seems like she's going to be working with a lot of super people. I wonder who's going to you know pop up here and there. Some new faces, maybe some old faces, maybe some faces we've seen in different areas of the Marvel universe. Who knows? Yeah, maybe some other lawyers that happen to be blind, maybe, and also in New York. Who knows? Mm, Isn't that what knows? you were alluding to? No, maybe. I, don't I know. mean, I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm really alluding to anyone. I'm just yeah. honestly, I've been waiting for like them to tie in the X-Men some way, somehow. So that's what I was. That's what I'm ho holding out for anyway. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know. They, they got to um, figure out this multiverse stuff first, but but who knows when that's going to end. Um, who knows? Yeah, and, and I got to preface, I don't really want... I'll sometimes watch a trailer, but then never again. Like, I, I try to really mm -hmm. not dissect trailers too much because I feel like nowadays, especially with Marvel, they just give away too much. Like, Spider-Man, I would have enjoyed that so much more without the trailer. Doctor Strange, I probably would have enjoyed a little bit more without the trailer. So I'm, I'm trying my best to try to distance myself and, and have a nice healthy breakup with uh, movie trailers. But Kelsey, uh, what else did the trailer have to offer that you would like to share with me in the audience uh, without giving away, away too much, obviously, but, but I'd like to hear more thoughts on it. Yeah. I mean, there was just only this really kitschy moment at the end where someone that, you know, her friend they're they're out drinking. Um, it feels very adult this trailer okay. like you know it's mm. about a woman probably in her lid whoa what's lid. up her, her, lid. Her, 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 mid, her nice hat <laughs> her mid to late 20s gotcha, gotcha. or 30s perhaps you know living her adult life as a lawyer you know she says oh at some point she's in her 30s because at some point in the trailer she says dating in your, in your 30s is the worst um mm. so it feels like it's going to be very mature which I'm looking forward to. And nice. um, at some point her friend says, Oh, like you could be an Avenger because you know, it's, there's some moments in the, like, it's no secret that she hulks out every now and then, mm -hmm. you know, that's gotcha. just, it's, it's an occurrence throughout the, the trailer. And mm -hmm. she says, the Avengers is for billionaires and narcissists. And adult orphans for some reason. And I just thought that that was very funny. Very tongue-in-cheek of them yeah. to include that. And yep. yeah, I'm, all in all, I'm, I'm, looking, I'm looking forward to it. Great. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for it. Hulk is my favorite Avenger, but I feel like the mm -hmm. movies themselves have not... Uh, like, there hasn't been a great Hulk movie in a long time. And mm -hmm. I think he, Hulk has been used well in other movies. So I'm excited to see more of a standalone Hulk project. Hoping it's great. Um, we got some other news. Um, and that is that I need to find the name of it because I don't want to mess it up. The Thunderbolts just got uh, okayed that it will be coming um, with, you know, that's something that people have been to toying around for a while now. Like, are we going to get the Thunderbolts movie? Are we going to get the Thunderbolts? It was finally green lighted um, uh, that it will be coming in 2020. I don't think they have a date yet. 
Uh, I'm not sure, but they did tap a director. Jake Schreier is going to be directing the Thunderbolts uh, film. I believe it's a film or may- maybe it's a series. I really should look into this before I give any news. But yes, there will be a Thunderbolt uh, movie. And of course, now people are immediately going to speculate, like who's going to be in the team up? Is it going to be Elena or uh, John Walker? Is it going to be uh, Zemo? Um, uh, Winter Soldier, Bucky Barnes, all these names have been toyed out, <coughs> thrown out, thrown around because uh, Thunderbolts has been a project that a lot of people have been waiting to hear announced, and now it finally is. Uh, but mm-hmm. I don't know enough uh, about the casting. They haven't given any casting any, at all. Just the other day, they just announced the title and the director. So that'll be pretty interesting to see as the time goes on to see what cast members, new and old, are introduced to it. It sounds like it's going to be more of a, you know, faces you've seen before teaming up rather than faces that you've yet to see. Um, mm. This could kind of be like our like next like kind of darker Avengers, if you will, uh, because, mm. you know, you, you know, with characters like Yelena, who's obviously good, but, you know, was kind of the villain in Hawkeye. And, you know, you have John Walker, who is now supposedly you know, going to be fighting for good, even though he was kind of the villain in Falcon and Winter Soldier. So and Zemo as well. So, um, those are the names that people are rumoring, but mm. I, I don't want to jump to any conclusions because, you know, it's not confirmed. Um, yeah. Any, any thoughts on that? Have you heard about that at all? I have not heard about that. I yeah. I don't know that. I, okay. <laughs> I'm i like Kiki Palmer in that video. I'm like, I don't know this man. Sorry to this man. Um <laughs> I'll have to look into that, Jill. That's, yes. that's exciting, uh, though. Very, very fresh. They announced it Thursday, I believe. So a few days, uh, oh. a day before we're recording this, a few days uh, before you guys are all seeing this. Uh, but yeah, if you know about the Thunderbolts, let us know down below. Uh, at, at first, when I saw it, I thought of, obviously, Thunderbolt Ross and the, the recent passing of William Hurt, which was upsetting. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, I, I'm, I'm sure there might be some sort of connection there. Um, but obviously, I, I assume they haven't started filming it yet. So I assume he will not be a part of it. Um, but maybe they'll have some nice homage to him. I don't know. Because um, She-Hulk made me think of that, too. Because I'm like, you know, I, I wonder if he's going to have any sort of presence in She-Hulk. Um, I'm wondering if any of the Hulk characters that we've kind of thrown under the rug uh, are going to make an appearance. I, I believe Tim Roth is coming back as the Abomination. But other than that, uh, I haven't heard of any mm. uh, return returning uh, faces. So. Uh, but we already saw Tim Roth in Shang-Chi anyway, so it's not like right. it's this big, big uh, welcome reveal, like uh, long-awaited uh, reveal. We already kind of saw him a little bit in Shang-Chi, but those yeah. are the little little Marvel news announcements for the week. I mean, there's obviously going to be more. We got an I Am Groot poster, uh, which was cute. A nice little, mm-hmm. little teaser poster uh, that is coming later this year. Still no Wakanda Forever trailer. Um, I, I don't believe that was delayed, was it? Or is it is it delayed? Is it still coming out in November? Um, I'm not sure. It might have been Yes. Delayed. Yeah, so so we should be getting a trailer for that soon. Uh, Thor: Love and Thunder is around the corner, but now we got to transition mm. to the show that's actually airing that we got a premiere from. Uh, this is the real news of the week, and that is Miss Marvel episode one. Um, oh, a lot yeah, of people, baby. a lot of people, not hooked by that trailer. But then, uh, according to Rotten Tomatoes, this is the highest rated Disney Plus series uh, premiere thus far on Rotten Tomatoes. So uh, obviously, people are liking it a lot because. Oh wow. Um, uh, or at least the critic uh, percentage um, is liking it a lot. So I'm excited to hear your thoughts, Kels. I'm excited to get into it. Uh, so let's go. Miss Marvel episode one. Kels, take us away. All righty. Episode one titled Generation Y. Mm. Kamala Khan and her best friend Bruno do everything they can to get to AvengerCon, where after putting on a bracelet given to her by her grandmother, Kamala unleashes some seriously cool powers. That's right. Uh, you said Kamala and who? Kamala and her, who? Her best friend. Her, we, we, don't are you making... about, we don't talk about. We don't talk about Kelsey. I thought um, that this entire time, Dale, but I'm like, we're gonna have why... to talk about him because I, I like say, Bruno. I like. I know. Him. I know. I know. Uh, I was gonna say before we started recording this, Kelsey came into the room singing. Uh, <laughs> we don't talk about Bruno, and I was like, I wonder. I wonder if she was just my- meiosis from her notes just into her brain, like, oh, I just no. subconsciously started singing the song, or if it was just a coincidence. Uh, I don't know, and and I don't want to know the answer. Um, so. So, okay. Kels, let's let's get into it. Um, do you want to just give a, a blatant thought about it, a, a blanket thought at first, or do you want to just kind of talk about it as it goes? Yeah, Dill, I'll give you a blatant thought. I really liked it. I'm I'm yeah. really into it. I'm having a good time. It's super colorful and it it moves at at a really good pace. And I'm really mm. liking. Um, I'm forgetting her name already. They said <laughs> Dizzy Plus put out a a thing that was like. Oh, a a fan's guide to Miss Marvel. And Mm. I watched it right before I watched the episode. Mm. Um, 
And yeah, the the actress who's playing yeah. Kamala Iman Khan. Vellani. Yeah. Aman Vellani. She's yeah. already like, I'm already like her biggest fan because yeah, she's she, great. her whole story is like she she really genuinely was like a super huge fan of this character and was like, oh my gosh, I saw her in the comic books. I saw, you know, someone who looked like me in the comic books. I felt represented. Yeah. And, you know, it's literally the story of um, Amon becoming Kamala, yeah. like Kamala becoming Captain Marvel. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like it's a funny whole parallel moment. It's funny because there's this TikTok like clip circulating out there of like someone on the red carpet asking her like like what was your first big like Marvel or obsession or something and she's just like Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. I'm obsessed. I love Robert Downey Jr. Um, she is she's a fangirl and, and I love that angle of the show. I love how this is because yeah. because admittedly this is a more geared toward a younger audience show because I think you need for all your more mature Moon Knights you need these kind of shows to also kind of like circle back to the younger generation because ultimately these are yeah. gonna be the kids in this generation that are growing up with these new movies because now these older movies like iron man is how many years old now like 14 years old so you know it's 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 been a long time and now they have to kind of um i think i did the math right there um but yeah like now the kids who had iron man when they were 10 are now our age 24 so now it's like mm. kids who are 10 now, like these are going to be the projects that they remember seeing when they were 10 years old. Like these are going to be the um, pro projects that hook them into the MCU. This and your, you know, Spider-Man Homecoming, which was kind of the most similar comparison I made in terms of style and tone um, or yeah. at least, yeah, just tone. Um, yeah. So I like how it's more geared toward the younger audience, but it's still accessible for all. Like I I'm still enjoying mm -hmm. it even as an adult. Like I appreciate how it is kind of focusing for a younger demographic while also being intriguing enough in every other element for older people as well. Um, and yeah, I, I think Marvel has learned. I, I think the problem last year was that it would always, all these shows would end so well or, or they would like really hit a nice peak, but they always started off maybe a little slow, a little exposition heavy, a little like, okay, mm -hmm. where, where are we going to? But I feel like with Moon Knight and now this, I feel like we're starting off the gate so strong. And I think that's a really great uh, plus is uh, <laughs> Disney plus is that, um, <laughs> you know, like the first episode may end up being the best because it needs to be the one that hooks you and just immediately draws you to these characters that may be mainstay. We know Kamala Khan is coming in, in the Marvels or whatever it's called, the, the second Captain Marvel movie. Like we know she's mm -hmm. going to be a main part of the MCU phase four. So like we need to love her. We need to get hooked to her story right off the bat. Uh, and I think they did a really good job in doing so. So yeah, uh, we're both big fans of this, but I, I can't wait to talk even more about it because like you said, like the visual style, I mean, uh, it's just so awesome. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I was one of those people who saw the trailer and was like, eh, not doing anything for me. And then when mm. I actually like sat down and watched this, I was like, this is a, a breath of fresh air because it mm -hmm. is so stylistically different and tonally different than anything. Even the Spider-Man movies that we've seen the MCU, like it doesn't, it might get darker, but like, I like how it's kind of just this fresh, bubbly, fun, energetic show. So. No, I agree a hundred percent though with everything that you said. So we start off our episode right diving right into our Marvel intro, but we have a song playing in the background, Blinding Lights by the weekend. And it's oh, I'm already pumped up already. It's like dun 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 dun, dun. and I'm like, ooh, my blood's already pumping. I can't wait to watch this episode. Okay, so we then hear uh Kamala speaking and she is giving a she's making a video for her youtube channel um <laughs> she posts every wednesdays it's called sloth baby productions and essentially what i acquainted her uh youtube channel to was like do you remember do you remember watching the john green crash courses in school yes it was yes. like i'm john green and this is yeah. crash course and we're talking yeah. about the civil john war green, it was the guy who wrote fault in our stars and paper towns i remember that guy. yes that yeah. that john green um, wow. so it was kind of like a crash course, John Green type style, mm -hmm. um, YouTube channel, but she does all content based off of the Avengers. So right now yeah. she start we start off our episode with her giving us essentially a recap of Avengers Endgame, really showcasing on the fact of, um, really showcasing on, um, Captain Marvel, Captain Marvel. Yeah. and how, you know, she came in, she took out his ship, she punched him right in the face, you know. All that iconic stuff we yeah. watched back in 2019. Which, which I've got to say, when I was listening, I was like, how does she know all this? Like, how the hell does <laughs> she know everything that went down? And, you know, Marvel knew. Marvel knew that people like me would be asking that question. And they mm. made sure to give us an answer. And I love the answer they gave us. What was the answer they gave us? 
that it was Scott Lang's podcast that he just spilled the whole story. Um, And that's how she was basically able to get all this information. And I love it because it also probably explains why in the musical, the Rogers, the musical Ant-Man is in the battle of New York. Cause Scott Lang probably told him. Um, And and I love that. that, Like Scott Lang is the source of this information (laughs) that every other piece of media that's making any media around the Avengers, AKA Kamala Khan, AKA Rogers, the musical is using Ant-Man's word for, word for word stories uh to help shape that when ant-man is probably exaggerating a bit but uh, i i do like how scott lang got on the podcast and gave some credit to captain marvel because um just from the start to the end of this episode it's a very much like pro captain marvel we love captain marvel uh episode and Mm -hmm. character and i like it because i think it's kind of an F you to the fans who were like immediately writing her off because she was a woman or because they thought she was bland and not acting and they didn't like her or whatever. I think it was basically mm-hmm. like an F you guys like this is this is our our Superman in this universe and you guys have to respect her or should respect her um, or at least don't give her all the shit she did uh, that she doesn't deserve. So um, yeah. I felt like it was kind of like a little meta commentary of like, yo, guys, give her a break. <laughs> give Brie no, yeah, a break. totally. Yeah. I think. Captain Marvel just makes like you know people uncomfortable in cells uncomfortable if you will just because like she's so powerful and she's so badass and they're like no but she's too powerful I'm like you wouldn't be saying that if she were a man if If she were a man because it's basically Superman just without the x-ray vision like yeah it's, it's basically the same power she flies and she can punch through shit really easily yeah and yep. she's a badass for it. And we love we love Captain Marvel here on this we podcast. Do, so she says that her next video is going to be her theory on why she thinks Thor is secretly a gamer, which is like a nice wink, wink, nudge, nudge to the Fortnite moment yes. in Avengers uh, Endgame. Um, yes. And then we see that she's getting ready for her driver's test. Okay. And so we meet her family. She goes downstairs and we meet mom, dad, her older brother. And... Her older brother uh, recommends, he's, he gives her a piece of advice and he says, say Bismala. I'm so sorry if that's horrible pronunciation, but it's some sort of um, mm-hmm. uh, prayer of some sort, you know, before she starts the car so that she has every, uh, you know, piece of luck that she can get. Right. And she does this. She starts the car and then she says it. And then I I just love how they included that. Like, it was like, okay, what did my brother say to do? Okay, say this before I start the car. She starts the car, she says it, and then her driver's test goes haywire. And that's that's just why I, yeah. I mentioned and, that. So. And I love I love Randy Haven's performance as well as his driver instructor. A very, very <laughs> small little bit part, but I'm like, hey, it's it's the guy from Stranger Things. It's like, it's this tiny little bit part. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Uh, so funny. He's like, that was my ride home. Like, yes. Like, just so <laughs> deadpan like, funny. It, it was like the teacher in Ferris Bueller just so dead but i loved it so much just such a great little little bit part like i love those little bit parts the little comedic bits throughout the mcu like that just uh so yeah so she ends up going in reverse she crashes into the car directly behind her and you know turns out to be the driver's teacher's car and there is a big building in the background that has in huge like poster card letters like jersey city and you just you can feel it like oh we're in jersey city baby Um, and you, you know you and i have both been to jersey city uh very recently for your birthday uh, i don't know if we've ever i think we've told the pee story on this podcast i'm not sure of me, <laughs> me having to pee have on the we? way home from your birthday party i don't know if we have if we haven't uh it'll it will come someday um not oh today no. not today not, not while i'm sipping on sprite uh <laughs> i'll have to pee um but uh yeah no jersey city uh fun city and it's especially fun to see you know brought to light here because most of the stuff is set in new york it's nice to see something set in jersey city gives it a little bit more flavor and personal personality and relatability for us uh as yeah for sure uh, specifically i can't speak today but yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's fine i can i can't speak any day so um and then that's this one i started to notice still that there's a lot of like cartoon animation happening around her we kind of mm-hmm. see whenever um kamala is going into like her own headspace her own world you know daydreaming off into space that you know all these graphics come about and it's mm-hmm. just like it's it's just super super fun and i'm i'm enjoying it, is. it. yeah it reminded me it reminded me um a movie that came out last year that pretty much everyone saw it was really fun uh, the mitchells versus machines on netflix like mm. very vibrant everything 
feels like it's a comic book panel. And actually that lead character, uh, I believe her name's Katie is like a filmmaker. So I even saw those parallels, how she like makes little films with like the little character, like very similar animation style. Um, it just really gives a personality, makes it feel like a comic book. It's the same that they did kind of with Scott Pilgrim. Like everything's very yeah. like bold and colorful, but purposefully, like it's supposed to, you know, pull focus because it's supposed to be, you know, building this, world that is both familiar and foreign at the same because you want to feel like you're watching a piece of fiction and escapism uh even if it's supposed to be a little bit more grounded reality and i really like that just the colors just pop so much and oh i loved it i, I just yeah the way this is designed is so good <laughs> we'll get to the text conversation which just had me gasping of oh excitement. yeah oh, but like yeah. but like just the way they thought out every frame of this to like really aid just the personality of this thing because again like you said the actress herself is so charismatic and full of energy the mm. character is the same. And I feel like the making the surroundings fit that as well. Just totally, it's the full package. And I, and I loved it. Yeah. So now we're at school and we meet Bruno, her best friend. I'm so sorry, but we're going to have to talk about him during the duration of this show. Which is fine because I like this Bruno. I, I do too. I'm, a, I'm watching this kid. Bruno. Yeah, he's a good guy. He's, he's a, good a sweet kid. kid um kamala doesn't have we notice that kamala doesn't have any friends you know she's waving at people in the hallway people aren't really waving back to her she's trying to get to her locker these two people are like can you give us a minute she's struggling a little bit here in school and then we see that she bumps into this character named zoe and i'm like right off the bat and i'm like what's this story here what's this animosity did they used to be old friends at some point she's like do you think like would it be weird if we asked her to take us to you know, Avenger Khan and her best friend's like, no, she completely blew us off when she got a hundred thousand followers on Instagram. We're not friends with her anymore. So I'm like, mm. okay, I see. I see what's happening here. <laughs> Kamala gets called to the guidance counselor's office where we meet a very sassy and fun, you know, the kind of cool, I'm the cool teacher guidance counselor. Yeah. Who's basically like, Mr. Wilson. Or sorry, Mr. Like, Wilson's his father. Call him Gabe. Oh, wait, that's also his Gabe name. is also his father. <laughs> a very, very fun moment. And he's basically like, you need to get your head out of the clouds. You need to start working on all these things. You know, there's SAT prep. There's like your college submissions. There's, you know, you have to start planning for life. And he's like, I feel like there's two Kamala's happening here. And I don't know like which one you kind of want to be. And I feel like that's going to be kind of the whole story. The whole arc that this character takes is that she's going to have to decide who she wants to be. I have a feeling I know who she's going to pick being that I would choose the same way too, Kamala. So don't <laughs> worry, but you know, we'll get there when we get there. Um, during this conversation, we have a very funny um, Mulan reference where he quotes um, reflection. Yeah. Um, a, a bit cringy but also charming at, at the same time i was like oh okay disney I just, all right yeah <laughs> i just like it because i like going mm, disney you disney. got us again didn't you yeah disney even though you did refuse to put any songs in your remake um anyway mm, yeah because yeah. let's remake these movies and let's keep everything the same except for the songs rather than let's keep the songs and change everything else so it should be the actual approach to those movies but hey i'm not in charge uh i i, I don't have any creative input there but you know if only maybe one day you will be dill i have high maybe. hopes for you maybe or you know ah never mind uh, i'll save it for off the podcast i don't i don't want to okay. slander any any anyone or anything <laughs> okay so now we're in like a convenience store that bruno seemingly lives above i'm assuming this is something that uh convenience store has uh family owned something along those lines mm. and this is when i noticed still like everything is just so bright and colorful it's so this set is so fun it's really mm. popping off the screen and i'm sitting there thinking i'm like i really i wish jersey city actually looked like this because <laughs> it's really just i mean no shame to jersey city but like yeah. it's really just your run-of-the-mill city you know lots of grays yeah. and you know muted tones and all yeah. that but this like a lot of the other version, MCU. yeah yeah <laughs> So they start talking about all the different ways they can they can get to Avengers Con. They're like, because we need to go. We we don't have a ride. Like Kamala is like, my parents would never take us. Like we we just need we need Plan B. And Bruno's like, you know what Plan B is? Is just sucking it up and asking your parents. And she's like, okay, well that'll be like you know last resort, whatever. So then they start brainstorming what the final touch on her costume is going to be. Be they throw out all these different ideas, which we see so 
eloquently animated for us on the buildings behind them while they're riding their bikes. Another cool sequence is, um, you know, them spitballing all these ideas. So Bruno suggests doing steampunk Captain Marvel cat uh, or a mashup between two characters, Captain Panther or Iron Marvel, Dr. Strange Marvel and as guardian Valkyrie like Marvel. And which, and I will say that we got a graphic of a Captain Marvel Valkyrie moment riding on the back of a horse. And this horse was riding down a rainbow bridge. Rainbows. And I thought, Happy Pride. <laughs> it's Pride Month. I don't know. Is that a tease? We are getting Let's more see. Love and Thunder in a month. And, you know, now we have Miss Marvel. I don't know. Um, also, just got to say, that that had to be just like, hey, what what if episodes did we not green light? Just give us those ideas. Doctor Strange Marvel? Okay, yeah. Mm. Iron Marvel? Gotcha. Okay. It was just the list of all the rejects um, that didn't make it into What If Season 1. Maybe we'll see them in What If Season 2. Maybe we'll see all of these characters in one episode, like a, a bunch of Captain Marvels and mutant, mutants with other... I don't know. Again, if I had creative control of Disney, maybe an idea I would pitch. Maybe. I would love that, Dill. You know I would watch those episodes gladly. <laughs> Um, and then he suggests Captain Princess Marvel, to which Kamala replies, no princesses. You, come on, like maybe I'll be something cooler like zombie Captain Marvel. And I was like, ha ha, like the zombie episode. Yes, um, but, but was Captain Marvel in that zombie episode? Was she? I, I'm actually asking. I, I, actually, I actually don't remember. I don't remember, but I don't think she was. So again, scrapped from the cutting board, uh, mm. ended up in this show. Again, uh, great ideas they could have used, you know? You're right. You're right. So then we're back at home, and this is when I noticed a, like, just, like, how cool and unique the cinematography was with all the transitions. We have this, mm -hmm. like, shot that follows Kamala as she falls back onto her couch, and now we're watching her upside, upside down, down, watch the yeah. TV upside down, and her mom yeah. comes home with a, a big old box of junk, as she calls it, and it's from her nanny, a.k.a. her grandmother. Mm -hmm. And she's, you know, going through a few of these things. She sees a lot of jewelry, and then she pulls out this bracelet. And she's like, oh, wow, this is really cool. Was this nanny's? And she's like, that is junk. And then her mom immediately snatches it, throws it back in the box, and says, do away with this now. Um, mm. That's that's junk. You don't need that. And I'm do like, you think, mm. I was going to say, do you think, because we know what it is, do you think mom knows or do you think I mom's think, just like, no, I think mom knows. I you think do. she, she did. She like rejected that bracelet too quickly in order for me to be like, yeah, you know what I mean? I agree. She was just I think like, she's, eh. Yeah. Cause she's so into the whole, like, I made this for you. Like, this is a hand me down. Like I made this costume for you. So it's like, mm. if, if her mom had like a nice bracelet or something, she'd probably like want to wear it or want to hold on to it. You know, she wouldn't be so quick to throw it out. Cause it's like a relic yeah. of the families. Yeah. I agree with no. you. Absolutely not. I think I think she knows what's up, and I think that <laughs> Nani must be into some hanky business. And I want it. I want to meet this Nani because she yeah, seems really cool. Um, and then we so then her Kamala and Kamala. I'm sorry. I know it's Kamala. confusing because because for the longest time I called her Vice President Kamala, but then I found out it was Kamala. But now this one is Kamala, and I call her Kamala. Either way, I apologize because it's probably going to happen to me as well multiple times. I apologize. Um, either way, both Kamala Harris and, or sorry, both Kamala <laughs> Harris and Kamala Khan yes. are badass women that I will get your names right. I promise someday. <laughs> so Kamala goes out uh, shopping with her mom. They're shopping for somebody's wedding. I kind of missed who is getting married. I watched this episode uh, her brother, twice. Her brother. Oh, her brother's getting married. Oh my God, yes. that's amazing. Her brother's getting okay. married, yes. Oh, I'm so happy for him. So they're, you know, uh, go out shopping in preparation for that. Um, we have this little moment where another woman comes in and starts talking to Kamala's mom. And they're talking about this girl who broke off her engagement to, the, you know, backpack around Europe as like young free spirits like to do. And Kamala's like, cool. She, you know, she took a chance. Yeah. She wanted to travel. She went for it. And they're like, uh, the only thing she's going to find out there is that she doesn't have a ring on her finger. You know, so there's a lot of like <sighs> yeah. old traditional cultural mm -hmm. influences happening that like older generations are trying to push mm -hmm. on the new generations. They're not understanding. There's a disconnect. And what's another really yeah. hurdle Kamala's going to, right. Kamala, 
Kamala's gonna have to get over. And and one thing I was gonna say is like I like because most of the MCU are heroes we see are older. If they have parents, they're not as much in the picture. The only one I could really think of is like Hope Van Dyne. Her dad's always around, but it's like mm-hmm. other characters. It's like they're either orphans, like like they joked about, or mm-hmm. like or their parents are older or they're just not always there. Like Peter, it's his aunt, but she's kind of spunky and new and fresh and with the times. Mm-hmm. Well, not anymore. Their recipes, but um, but like in this sense, it's like we're seeing a girl who's almost way too sheltered and you know, um not burdened because I don't want to say that, but like, you know what I mean? Like her parents are such a large part of the picture that it's a much different dynamic than anything we've seen really in the MCU. I mean, I mean, I'm trying to think of other, I mean, even Billy and Tommy, I mean, their parent, their parents were Avengers. So it's like different. It's just a totally different dynamic. And I like this because we don't really see a lot of these familial dramas in the MCU. The closest thing we got to a family of superheroes was WandaVision. And we know Mm. that that family was as far from a real family in ways and as close to a real family in ways, but a very different family nonetheless uh, than this. So I, I'm really enjoying just that family dynamic. A lot of the times I disagree with the parents. Sometimes I agree with the parents. Sometimes I'm more team Kamala, but like, or Kamala, but like every, every time it's very interesting to see just the dynamic in general and see how they all interact and just the different, uh, you know, strict uh, guidelines the parents put on their kids, but also like when they are trying to like warm up to them and what they do. And it, it's a very sweet dynamic. It's a very authentic and raw dynamic, which I really like, even if, sure. you know, we're very clearly meant to side with one character most of the time. It is a very nice dynamic to see because it's something we don't see a lot. Yeah, no, totally do. So while this shopping spree is going on, Bruno is back at Kamala's house. She's giving her dad this sort of like Alexa type of invention where it's like you can hook it up to your lights. You can ask it to change your television. He calls it the Zuzu, though. Um, So now we have, you know, uh, a new gadget. (laughs) I'm like, I don't know where this is. I don't know. A new invention, I think I was trying to say. Um, You know, we might want to remember this for later on in the episode. Um, Mm. Kamala asks her parents for a ride. Okay, so eventually she does end up, you know, sucking it up and swallowing her bride and asking her parents to the ride to Avengers Con. And, you know, they're not really quite understanding what it is. Her mom's like, is it a party? You want to go to a party? You want to wear tight clothing? I don't you know, there's going to be boys there thinking who knows what drinking, who knows what, you know, I, I'm not really liking this. I'm going to, I'm going to veto this. And she, they end up saying no. So then her brother takes one for the team and is like, Hey, you know what? I'm going to go talk to mom and dad. I'll, I'll see what I can do about them, you know, letting you go to this Avengers con. And so her mom comes back later on and is like, Hey, you know, like I just, well, we, we decided we're going to let you go. Two things though. You have to dress up in this costume that I made you, which is a Hulk costume. It looks like, you know, a kind of tunic dress situation happening. And you have to go with your dad. He's coming with you. He's coming inside for two hours. And he's also dressed up in the same outfit you are. So you will be Big Hulk and mm. Little Hulk. Yeah, this and is honestly- where this is where I realized that the dad likes the Avengers. He he mm. knows what's up because he loves the Hulk, yeah. just like me. Um, and, and this moment was just so funny. And and this is the one point where I did kind of more side for the parents. Cause I was mm. like, literally like you're able to go like your dad's going to, you know, be there, but like, you're going to get to go. Like, I don't know why I get it as a kid from that perspective, but I'm also like, I wouldn't be embarrassed. I think that's great. I'd love to see my dad show up at a party, like <laughs> dress like that. My dad, if he ever dressed like that, I'd, you know, I take advantage of that. That's a fun time. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm like coming from a different perspective too, but like, it's just so funny. I was like, wow, this guy's, this dad's fun. He's cool. And I felt really Listen, bad for him when he, when he looked upset afterwards. I mean, I felt bad just as much as the next guy, but Dill, this was the moment where I was like, oh my God, like I would be absolutely infuriated if my parents tried to like pull yeah. this on me when I was 16. Really? Wow. Like you can only go somewhere if your dad goes with you and you have to wear matching outfits. Absolutely not. I'm running away. I'm getting if on I the was n- at- next bus and I'm going wherever. If I was at a party and Kevin Kilpatrick came into the room <laughs> dressed in the same outfit as you, I think everyone would celebrate and cheer. But that's just me. I'm a different perspective, you know? Yeah, you are a completely different perspective. I was totally team Kamala in this moment, 100%. Okay. Um, so she is like freaking out, obviously, about this. She's like, no, this is going to be so humiliating. You're not going with me. This is n- just not happening. And obviously, like her parents, like, 
granted, like really take take the, her words to heart. They're super offended. They're they're super hurt and upset. She hurts their feelings, and ultimately, they're like, "Well, if you're not going with these two conditions, you're not going at all." And like, obviously, we see the biggest emotion out of her dad, who's just super hurt, you know, in yeah. his green I makeup. Him, yeah. I, I mean, felt bad for him too, but like, he's still gone. I guess, but like at what cost? <laughs> at that point, I would just be like, no, then I'm not going. <laughs> and she wanted to go in her own outfit that she worked so hard on and she wanted to right. compete in the maybe, Captain maybe Marvel they cosplay. Maybe they could have compromised. Like, okay, here's the deal. Can you take off the makeup? I will I will wear my costume. You could still wear yours. and You could still be there, mm-hmm. but you have to take off the makeup. Like, see eye to eye. Like, maybe like a little bargaining. You know, like, I think it could have yeah. worked out. But again, don't we don't know. get the whole series without it. We don't get the fun, you know, events of the episode. I'm just thinking logically, because that's my stupid brain does. No, um, I get it. I'm, I'm just I like, maybe, maybe like, yeah, forgo the makeup. I will wear my costume. You could still wear yours. You could still be with me, but like, no makeup. And I don't have to wear the costume. Like, that's the deal. Um, anyway. I just don't think Kamala's parents are the negotiating type, but yeah, I know, I know. In our in our fantasy, in our wildest dreams, perhaps. Yeah. Okay, so she talks to Bruno, and um, she's like, "Oh, wait, oh my God, I'm sorry, we skipped over the texting sequence." Oh, <gasps> Kelsey, my favorite part. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. This happened because I'm like, when did the text? When did the texting sequence start? Okay, because it is kind of like a transition moment too. Yes, yes. So she texts Bruno, and all their texts come in. All we see all the responses as the audience within the set. So first, it's written in the stars um, in her room, lit up by her little like star Mm -hmm. candle thing, and then we see. Bruno's response in the, in the street on the crosswalk. Then we see it in his convenience store sign. We see a little emoji lit up in like the neon sign as well. And yeah, it was just a super cool moment. Super yeah, original. I, fre- I loved fresh. it. Loved it. And it's very clear they put so much thought into it too. Like just the timing and the positioning of everything. It's probably mostly done through visual effects, but I didn't really mind it. It was mm-hmm. the type of visual effects that actually aided the project, project, which, you know, sometimes I hate the the overuse of visual effects. This one I thought, thought they used it very smartly and very uh, creatively. And yeah, it just makes things fresher. It makes things feel spunkier and fresh and new. And, and I just love any show or, or anything thing that just kind of just tries to be different and unique like that i I loved it i loved it and this is actually when i wrote down dylan my notes the thing that you were saying earlier on is that i just feel like this show feels like the torch has like really been passed on now to this like next generation of Mm -hmm. stories and characters and you know just like a younger audience um coming in with this show because i feel like everything else the first, you know, half of phase four, I feel like everything has been holding on so tightly to past characters and stories mm-hmm. and events that happened in the past. And like, this is the first one that feels like, wow, so this all happened quick, um, you know, summary in the beginning. This is a new character that we can experience the mm-hmm. world through her eyes now. Yeah. And it's interesting because this this episode in the show focuses so much on the overall like fandom and the property and the you know the ip of marvel because it's all about this avenger con thing like it's all about mm-hmm. worshiping these bigger heroes but it yeah. doesn't try to insert itself into their stories it's more of just like it's almost like it's taking inspiration without feeling like it needs to infiltrate where i feel like some other series it's like oh we need to like you know take on the shield but also make it connect to all these other things and you know like oh there's this breaking of the timeline and we got to connect it to all these other things and you know like it's fresh because it does feel like it stands alone while also acknowledging the events but not feeling like it needs to be a part of those events it can still exist on its own like you said um Mm -hmm. and and i think that's interesting considering that this show probably more than any on paper should have been the one where it was almost overly reliant on the references to the MCU. But here it feels like it just makes sense with who the character is. It doesn't feel like it's going overboard with trying to like, you know, connect to everything. Like, even though it does reference a lot and we see so much at this actual Avenger con, it it does still feel fresh and new, which I, which I think is really impressive, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree with you. So then Bruno and Kamala have a conversation on the roof. Um, You know, this like heart to heart she's having. She's like, I just got into this argument with my parents. I think I made my dad cry. And, you know, maybe they're right. Maybe I should stop daydreaming and getting out of fantasy world, you know? Like, maybe 
because she says this line that I wrote down, which I thought was, you know, important to hear and digest as a viewer, which is it's not really the brown girls from Jersey City who saved the world. And yeah. Bruno has the perfect follower. He just says, sure, they do. You know, like you're Kamala Khan. You can do whatever you want. Like right. if you want to go out and save the world, you can do that. And I feel like yeah. it's just the right amount of like, what's that word? Yeah. Um, Influence. Yeah. 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 I, I think, like I said earlier, <laughs> support. Like, yeah. This is like a show that is a little bit more geared towards the younger audience because the subject is younger. But I think that is why this is so special is because it's a show more geared toward a younger audience. It's not as dark. But it has messaging that I think that audience needs to hear. You know, like I'm I'm an adult white man. I'm not the type of person who needs to be telling this stuff to a young woman of color. This show, mm -hmm. though, is what a young woman of color would would want to hear. And and, and mm -hmm. like this show is really going to speak to them. And I think that's so important with these shows. We've had so many different types of shows. We've never had shows focused on young women of color. And this can finally be that show that I think really just appeals to that audience and just makes it so much richer of an experience especially you know if you see yourself in those roles and i think that's just been the thing with the mcu the whole time is you find that hero that you connect with you know i'm mm -hmm. the nerd i connected with bruce banner i have i don't have anger issues but i get annoyed a little easily i relate <laughs> to bruce banner you know and, and i just feel like other people relate to other characters in similar ways you know um especially with falcon and the winter soldier bringing in a lot more of that black experience black panther bringing in a lot of the black experience now branching it out even more with this story and i think that's what's special and like you were saying like yeah it can be the the brown girls from jersey city why not and i mm -hmm. and i like that that this show is kind of having that message um because it doesn't need to be like you said uh, one of the big avengers movies like it doesn't have to be anything bigger than it is but as it is it's it can be incredibly big for someone for the right person watching so yeah and I hate to say it, Dill, but they do share a moment on this rooftop. They and do. And and I was fine with it. I was fine with it. Into each other's eyes. I was fine with it. I was fine with it. It's because they, they established it early on rather than Shang-Chi, where I felt like they just kind of forced it in at the end. It's okay. Carry on. Okay, but I don't even think that was like a, a sh moment of like love in, in Shang-Chi. I thought that, you know, it was just like, oh, thank God my best friend's alive. I'm going to rest. She's no, gonna I know. You know, yeah, I, I, I know. I, that's what I thought it would be. But then, shoulder. but then a lot of the people were like, "No, no, no. They're 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 gonna be a thing." No, mm, I, I agree. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I kind of. No, never mind. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I want Simuliu to stay available for me. Um, oh, okay. So you're being <laughs> greedy. Okay, I see. Anyway, <clears throat> moving on. Um, so he. Uh, made these uh gloves that glow for her um to go along with her costume for the costume contest and it's like hey like here's here's some gloves try them on they you know have this cute little like fight moment where she's like pretending to fight him with them on um then it's the next day seemingly at school uh kamala gets her her uh, once again during gym class they're doing dodgeball apparently we hear another girl say like zoe you did that on purpose so some more animosity happening there and she gets home that day to find her dad fighting with the new invention that uh bruno gave him the zuzu he's like mm -hmm. why can't this work it's turning off lights it won't change the channel get bruno over here he has to come fix the zuzu and then literal literal light bulb moment over Kamala's head. She has a plan to get them to Avengers Con. Yeah. Without her parents knowing. So, but first, before we get into the plan montage, we have this cool locker shot moment where they yeah. open their locker doors, and that's where we see Kamala and Bruno standing Bruno. at their lockers. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. And it just like, I'm watching this, and like from an actor's perspective, I'm watching like, I'm like, they must be like, having to nail like their marks so well for like especially a shot like that where the camera yeah. just sees you know this much of them and they're standing you know in frame together and he walks over yeah. i'm like wow he must he must be hitting that mark so good right on the money um <laughs> yep. and you know just little things that i think little about inside things yeah things. you know little inside tips and tricks right. um so then we get into the plan montage and the plan is essentially just they're going to sneak out. They're going to take the bus to the Avengers con and they're going to keep 
an eye on Kamala's parents to make sure that they're not, they mm -hmm. haven't noticed that she's gone through the Zuzu because now yeah. there's cameras set up all over her house. So she'll it's very be Ferris, to... very Ferris Bueller, you know, very yeah. much that, you know, which, which I think every kid has thought about like, Oh, how am I going to sneak out of the house? But also make sure that my parents don't think I'm out of the house and, and, and everyone's either tried it or thought it at some point in their life. So, so I, yeah. I, I totally, I mean, it, it seemed like a plan that could work if they didn't have to travel so far. You know what I mean? Um, because it seems like uh, AvengerCon is just far away enough that like it's not like it's a few blocks away. Like it, it's 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 a lot of margin for error, I think. But I don't know. I feel like I know the answer to this question, Dill. But have you ever snuck out? Have I ever snuck out? Well, my parents watch it, so I can't say. <laughs> okay. Well, you're an adult now. It's not like they're gonna ground you. Of course, I've snuck out. Course. You you stuck out when and for I, what? I'm not going to say all the details because again, there are people involved in the story that I don't want to to hear this because I don't want to bust them as well. It's fine. Fine. I've yeah, never I've no. never stuck out. Wow. Well, never had the need to. I was tired. Never too late. <laughs> do you have a fire escape? <laughs> it's New York. I do it's have easier. a fire escape. <laughs> I sneak out. out. <laughs> I don't tell my roommates where I'm going. Yeah, well, you do it right now. Just sneak out and come back around the front. I'll, I'll, I'll stall for five minutes while you do that and just live out your cathartic teenage dream of sneaking out of your apartment. That's too much work. Um, I'd rather use the front door. <laughs> See, there you go. So Bruno's like, all right, this is all fine and dandy, but what happens when we get to Avengers Con and your costume's not even ready? And, you know, he gives her uh, he gives her a suggestion and is like, why don't you add something that's like Pakistani to your um, costume and that you know sparks another brilliant idea in Kamala's head she's she goes up to the attic where her brother took the box of junk quote-unquote junk from Nani and we see her pull out you know uh, we see in there there's a, a Girl Scout vest with all the badges on it she moves that over there's a, a homemade Captain America comic book that we're assuming she drew and illustrated and you know created herself mm -hmm. and then she finally takes out the bracelet from her grandmother um so then her and bruno execute said plan and they're running a little bit behind they're yeah. chasing down the bus you know it's she not loses all... her bike which i she think is her bike tough. Yeah. She falls out of a tree. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, ow, that's got to hurt. I That would happen to me, and I'd be down for the count. I'd be like, okay, yeah. well, we're not going to I was going to say, that, that's pre-superpower. So I was like, all right, yeah. sure. Yeah, okay. So then we find out that the Avengers Con is in Camp Lehigh, New Jersey, a.k.a. the birthplace of Captain America. That's and right. I guess they've now turned it into kind of like a touristy attraction, like almost like, mm -hmm. you know, how you go to, I guess, like, I don't know, Civil War battle places and like, like Gettysburg, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. Gettysburg and in, in Virginia. And I'm, and I was watching this and I was like, this is cool and all, but like, didn't this place get demolished in, in Captain America, the Winter Soldier? Cause didn't like Hydra it's been a long time it? though, you know, like well, they, they probably have built, rebuilt it. They've re it's probably they rebuilt a fresh it. new thing. Yeah, probably. Maybe. I mean, that's, that's a good explanation or it's just, they didn't think about that and which could be a much probably more uh, <laughs> predictable actual reason, but a more, I don't want to more probable. Um, so we have a little throwback to Captain America, the first Avenger. We hear the star spangled man with the plan playing as they enter Um uh, Avenger Con, Aven Avenger Con, Avengers Con, Avengers Con. There's more than one Avengers, right? Um, okay, so these are all the things that I noticed at Avengers Con. We, there was an area to meet Thor. Um, there was a little po a little like Hallmark card. It looked like that said "You're Welcome, America," and it was had an illustration of a man with a very big donk on the back his you know because like that is america's ass it was a callback to america's oh, ass and it's donk i miss oh i you. meant i know i i i know i meant now. his butt i'm so sorry yeah no Not i got it now I, part. I i heard dong with a g and i was like oh um okay uh all right oh my gosh no <laughs> and this the guy on this postcard in this children's show is a really big dong um, not, not the thing. If, if you haven't listened to our fantastic four podcast, we did talk about this, the things lack there of genitalia. Um, so, so please head, head to that podcast. Listen to it. It was quite a, I'm, time. I'm so sorry. He had a really big butt 
the the butt was just like emphasized yeah. on the card. Add a few more. Add a few more syllables. Badonkadonk. That that, that that's what happen. I meant to say, but I like didn't remember the slang term, so I just said one syllable of it. Wow, that's tragic. Yeah, that's 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 so embarrassing. Oh, <laughs> Sorry, this is a family man. friendly channel. I'm sorry, I apologize. Um, wow. Okay. Wow! 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 So then we see a po uh, a whole wall um, dedicated to uh, Tony and Nat, and it says "Thank you for your sacrifice." And we see that people have been putting like postcards and thank you notes and flowers and all that kind so, of good stuff around. So do there. they they know that old man Cap is a thing then, or are they just forgetting that Cap also just like disappeared? Um, I I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what they think happened to Captain like, America. like, Gamora, maybe? I don't, I don't know. Do they um, know? Does Earth know who Gamora is? Did Earth ever oh, meet Gamora and, properly? And technically, in, Infinity War was before the blip. So, yeah, no, maybe, they, okay, that's been a long time. But but still, I mean, if they're honoring all the Fallen Avengers, you know, they'd figure they'd include maybe Vision in there. Uh, maybe, you know, give a little homage to Quicksilver. You know, I don't know. I there was another T-shirt that said Asgard Pride on it. Happy Pride Month! Um, and then there's a giant Ant Man, and he's like, "There's a giant Ant Man from the harbor scene in Ant Man and the Wasp." They even mm -hmm. gave him a little like pool with a boat in front of it to like really, um, you know, emulate that that scene mm -hmm. from Ant Man and the Wasp. And um, we check back in on her parents at home and they're having some, I'll just say, alone time together. Um, yes. So then we notice that someone from school is at Avengers Con and it is it's Zoe. Zoe. And she's also dressed as Captain Marvel, but she's more dressed as like the first version of Captain Marvel in the comics where she was really just wearing like a leotard with a little sash mm. tied on her. Um, you know, she's in, in the throwback version of her, if you will. Right. Um, Oh, then Kamala goes to put her costume on to get ready for the cosplay competition. And she's trying to get this bracelet on. She accidentally leaves the gloves in the bathroom, which is heartbreaking because Bruno's like, where's the gloves? I made you these gloves. I'm obviously in love with yeah. you. You're not wearing the gloves I made you. <laughs> and I'm like, Bruno, I'm rooting for you. Don't worry. This will happen by the end of the series, I'm, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Um, and while she's kind of like, like playing around with the bracelet, trying to uh figure it out i i noticed it early on in the episode but this is when i decided to write it down is that she has some really cute nails she's they gave her some really cute nail polish okay. that i i liked it was it was fun it was a nice touch okay costume makeup hair department i see you <laughs> i see you recognize you you understood the assignment there you go and so she finally snaps the bracelet on and there's just this like force field of energy that kind of like consumes her body. We see that something wild is happening to her. Something, you know, magical, is, cosmic, mm -hmm. if you will, happens from the bracelet. Yeah. And for a split second, it almost looks like she falls into another dimension and comes right back. So and and she looks at Bruno and she's like, did you see that? And he's like, it's go. It's your time to go on stage. Go. So now we see there's a lot of cameras, a lot of people yelling, a lot of flashes, a lot of noise. And Kamala's getting kind of really uncomfortable on stage. She's like, oh, this is a lot to take in. I'm not handling this well at all. And through one big extension of her arm, she sends out just like a, I don't even know what to call it, like an energy blast. What do I even say in my notes? <laughs> yeah, a blast of energy. That's what I wrote down. And... So she sends, she starts sending out like a bunch of these. One of them hits the Ant-Man statue. So now his yeah. head is rolling down yeah, his invention. His head is Indiana Jonesing its way, <laughs> like, like a boulder. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, no one, everyone, but everyone's like, oh my God, these are such great effects. They start cheering, they're clapping, they love it. They're eating it up. I'm like, no one's worried about the giant boulder that's bulldozing its way through the convention this thing is taking out concrete walls how yeah. strong did they make this head i want to know so <laughs> then th they now thor's hammer is now swinging back and forth like a pen <laughs> pendulum yeah. and now zoe gets hit by it she's swinging with thor's Poor hammer zoe. and just as she's bad. about to fall i mean I, yeah, do, I mean, no I, one, I, no one wants to get taken out like that, like a hit with a hammer. And I'm surprised she actually didn't get more like phased by beat it. up. Like that, oh. that was that was a rough hit. 
Yeah, that was yeah, that was a lot to take in. I thought it just hit her and she just went flying, but no, this girl gripped on to Thor's hammer and now she's just going back and forth with it. It it looked like a lot of fun. There's a lot of rides like that, like at amusement parks and everything, (laughs) like where you're like it's usually like a pirate. Usually you have a seatbelt or something though. Yeah, usually it's a little safer, but anyway. Um so Kamala saves Zoe at the last second by stretching out her hand. Her hand stretches to an enormous size. She catches Zoe and then it kind of like breaks apart, like the energy field that she created around it. And it's just so, so cool to look at. Um, And so Bruno gets them back home. He's like, we got to go. It's now we know that it's not 922 like she planned on being home. It is now 11 p.m. She sneaks <laughs> back into her room and her mom's there waiting for her. And she's like, what are you doing? This is not who you are. I didn't raise you to be like this. You need to decide, you know, a, another person in her life telling her you need to decide what you're going to do because yeah. you can't be in fantasy land and in reality at the same time. It just doesn't work like that. Yeah, I, I thought she was going to start quoting Mulan, too, but she didn't. <laughs> missed, missed no, I, I don't think that's Mrs. Khan style. Yeah, she, I'll be know, honest. She's like, let's get down to business. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Uh, what? Oh, nothing. That was just funny. That was funny. Yeah, th- thank you. <laughs> I, 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 I've had that brew for let's a whole three seconds. Bi- wow, I'm proud yeah. of you, Dylan. That was impressive. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Uh, your improv skills really came in there. Um, and so now we end the episode on one word and it is cosmic. And that's the best way to describe really everything about this show. I'm having a great time, but But don't worry. (laughs) I watched it because you texted me about it. I always make sure we got a post credit scene, baby. Okay. So we cut to, well, first of all, I'd like to point out that I did see an Easter egg. And that it was during like the end credits, like where they're Mm -hmm. telling us the director and the executive producers and all that in the background on one of the streets of Jersey city, we see a trust bro truck, which is the company that the tracksuit mafia worked for or like the front, you know, the fronting company, whatever um, from Hawkeye. And so now we get to our end credit scene where we see two detectives. One of them has a video. She's watching a video of Kamala at the uh, convention. And she's like, oh, wow. Look, look at this girl at the, the Avengers con. Like I've never, we've never seen powers like this. And the other detectives like just bring her in. So we're like, Hmm, what yeah. do they want so, Kamala for? Yeah, it, it almost seems like Agent Cleary is like kind of your Nick Fury of this new phase because he was the one obviously questioning Spider-Man and Spider-Man mm. going home. Mm. Um, you know, that that was him, uh, the one, the one kind of like asking all the questions. And now um, he he's doing this now too. Like, I, I wonder how much more infiltrated he's going to be in the story. I assume mm. that's kind of where the story is going. And, that, and that's my question for you. Now, we've both established we really like the series. Again, very vibrant, very colorful. A breath of fresh air is how I described it on Twitter in my review. I was like, it's just a breath of fresh air. I loved it. Very light, fun. Um, but I'm interested to see where it goes. So where do you think this is going? Like, do you do you see this being more about, like, the government now trying to, like, get Miss Marvel in? Or do you think it's going to mm-hmm. be more about uh, the parents and the family dynamic? Or do you think we might see some other Avengers, maybe Captain Marvel herself? What do you think? I feel like this is one of those things where like, I mean, Captain Marvel's got to make an appearance at some point, right? <laughs> like this I, whole I series know. is dedicated to her. Maybe. Um, I, you know, Dill, I, I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure which way I, I want mm. it to go. I feel like I would love to just, you know, see a, a very classic coming of age story with, you know, just superhuman superpower you know superhero elements to it yeah. um but i do i would find it very fun for her to you know watch her kind of get wrapped up in some something bigger than you know more than she can yeah. handle as well or you know that's or i i could feel i feel like that whole storyline could be something for like a season two or for like a movie or something somewhere down the line and i feel like this uh, yeah. what we have right now could just be you know kamala figuring out yeah herself right. i, I think I mean? my big my biggest complaint with the spider-man movies in the mcu is that we started at a 10 
in terms of mm-hmm. like it, we didn't have time for him to be the neighborhood Spider-Man. He was immediately fighting with the Avengers in Civil War, and then he went right on to the next movie where he was on a plane in the middle of the sky, an invisible plane or whatever. And it just mm-hmm. feels like we're now finally at the point where he can be a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man after three movies. And I hope mm. this doesn't go into that trap too. Like, I hope we can enjoy her being this friendly Jersey city, Miss Marvel before we get into bigger things. Cause we know she's going to be in the Marvels with uh, Monica Rambo and uh, Carol Danvers. So like, we know mm-hmm. we're getting more of her. So why not let this one be a little bit more contained? I hope that this post credits is maybe a tease that will come around maybe in the finale rather than the very next episode. I'm a little worried that it might come up right next episode, but I really hope, mm. you know, they keep it a little bit more grounded because I like where we're at now. And that's why I'm a little worried only because I know sometimes these Disney plus series, they like to build up a ton, a ton, a ton. And then the finale feels a little rushed. And mm-hmm. this time we're starting so strong with the premiere where I hope they stay on this, on this plane because I, I do like where we're at um i just mm-hmm. hope it, it sticks to the Me nature too. of what this first episode was rather than trying to dive into something a little bit more convoluted and, and jam-packed um when it can just be its own thing but we'll find out yeah, yeah. any more any more thoughts on this i yeah i i i disagree with you jill i hope that they're just planting this little seed right now for something much later mm-hmm. down the line right yeah I, I'm, I'm very excited to see what happens though and, and i do think Iman Vellani is so good in this. And and, and mm-hmm. she really does bring such a raw, natural likability, um, mm-hmm. which I think is hard. A lot of the times, likability comes across a little fake. Um, and I think she just has a natural charisma that really works on screen to where, like, she's just kind of being her at times. You could tell mm-hmm. she's just being Iman Vellani rather than, yeah. you know, this character. Um, and all those characters. I, I, I like Bruno as well. I, I think everyone is very likable. Even, even even poor Zoe getting taken out by the hammer. I think there's still a redemption arc in her, maybe. Um, the maybe. classic school bully becomes best friend thing. But um, I'm a big fan of this this collection of characters. And I, I do hope we do explore a little bit more of the grandma story. Uh, whether or not... <laughs> do, does, did it say if she's alive or not? Is it alluded to that she's passed away? Um, no, no, no. She's... Um, the mom says, like, oh, I wish I could say she's giving her stuff away because she She's getting older, but this is just how she's been her whole okay. life. Great so she's still so, alive. So she's still alive. So maybe we'll see a little bit more of her. Uh, I would love to see a lot more of her because I think that's going to be a fun little bit of uh, mythology to explore. So you, you, your bet is on Captain Marvel showing up, though, at some point. I I, I would like her to. Yeah, I feel okay. like that, you know, that's I just want to watch Kamala's dream come true, which is definitely right. to like meet her. You know what I mean? Yes. So like yes. maybe like finale episode, like, you know. Yeah. She just like appears somewhere and is like, yeah. Hey, I've heard about you or something, you know? Yeah. Uh, hey, hey, Kamala Khan. You know, kind of yeah, like, like hey, how Peter she Barker. Said- Hey, yeah, Pete yeah. Barker, you got yeah. something for me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there yeah. it is. I was trying I to finish the line, but then I realized I didn't know the rest of the line. So I was like, Kelsey will get it's it. It's okay. Um, <laughs> I knew the rest of the line. Yes, because she is the trivia queen. Uh, speaking of, uh, we have exciting stuff coming for the rest of the month here on the channel. Uh, we have uh, more Miss Marvel reviews, but in the middle, I'm thinking maybe between episodes two and three, uh, we'll have another trivia doubleheader for you. Uh, we're on the path to the bell. We're going to have a title match in the next few months, so it's, it's going to be exciting to see who's going to get that title match. We need to first have a few more matches, um, and, and then uh, we'll be back on the Miss Marvel train, and then after that, I believe we have Thor, Love, and Thunder, and then I don't know what our next thing after that is. Probably She-Hulk. Um, but yeah, Kels, any, any final thoughts on this before we uh, say adieu and, and see uh, Miss Marvel episode two um, next week? I'm excited. Me too. Uh, Kels, where can they find you? And, and what do you what stuff you got going on maybe on your YouTube channel? Maybe something dropped recently. I don't know. Oh, thanks for paying attention to my life, Dill. Um, <laughs> it's hard to ignore on... <laughs> <laughs> when, when, when we see each other every Monday. And uh, my, my friend circle is already as small as it is. But but yes, Kelsey's a very big part of my friend Fair circle enough. in my life. So I, of course I keep up to date with her stuff. And I like all Thank her you. stuff and view and comment. I actually haven't commented, but I, I will if you want me to. I'll, I'll comment something funny. Like, uh, uh, like dong. Instead of Donald Kadon. Oh my God. Just when I got over the embarrassment of that, you throw it right back in my face. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Kelsey A. Kilpatrick. You can follow me on TikTok at Cause13. You can subscribe to my YouTube channel, Cause Productions. Um, I've been writing and shooting and posting these bits, these very, very shorts of me and my dear friend Lily. Um, uh, we're calling them Heidi and Lola. And we just kind of have these, you know, very funny living young women in their young adult 
hood conversations. So if you're into sketch comedy, you'll probably be into that. You can find all the episodes on my YouTube channel. There's only four right now, but there's surely more to come. And someday there may be a whole damn series. Who knows? Um, Who knows? Maybe, maybe let's pick it up. Well, what, what network would you like to pick it up? NBC, like the classics, like SNL, or would you like maybe a, a more mm. uh, broader, like, like an HBO or maybe like a more family friendly, like Disney plus type thing, or maybe like Paramount plus like an iCarly. What do you, what do you think? I'm of? thinking, I mean, I like the idea of being picked up by a streaming service because then it's not so regulated, you know, like mm-hmm. there, there's, you know, you can curse. It's not no network or anything. If I were no. to be picked up by any network, I'd, probably want to be picked up by comedy central i feel um, like they've there's just so many brilliant funny minds behind well, a lot that goes on there so say, if, you, if a- you're listening yeah if you're listening <laughs> and you are a comedic mind and you happen to have any connections to comedy central check out heidi and lola get them on tv that could be the big goal for the year because because you know the subscriber goal is is a slow march uh but but uh the heidi and lola to comedy central thing could be a more uh feasible goal maybe who knows um i don't know about that but thank you um anyway you can find me dylan underscore and twitter and letterbox check out my letterbox uh last month i did a whole retrospective watching like way too many movies from 2012 posted reviews for all those on my letterbox but i did a top 10 video of my 10 favorites on my channel Uh, a lot of people were upset with some stuff i didn't include including the avengers which i'm very sad but hey Mm. it was a good year for movies i had like 10 movies more uh one of them we did talk about on here the impossible go check it out because i also Mm -hmm. give a little shout out to tom holland and include a little clip of his uh lip sync his very famous lip sync if you haven't seen tom holland's (laughs) lip sync where have you been going? Where have you been living? Under a rock. Anyway, uh, speaking of the rock, Black Adam trailer came out. Didn't look great, uh, but that's not uh, Marvel. That's DC, so we're not going to talk about it. Uh, Dylan has a 417 on TikTok. Dill Pickle Movie Network on YouTube. Check it out. Uh, you're checking it out now if you're watching a video. If you're listening on audio, thank you. Head to the video. Give us a like, a comment, a subscribe, vice versa. If you're watching this, head to the uh, podcast feed, and all you have to do really leave the shortest bit of a review, and it really helps people see it uh we appreciate everyone who has given a review so far but if you just like give it a certain amount of stars you don't even need to give it five stars whatever amount of stars you think we have earned or is justified give us that amount give us a small little review tell people why we should go check it out even if you don't like what we're talking about maybe you like us or vice versa maybe if you hate us you at least like what we're talking about and you want people to go check it out or if you hate everything tell people Hey, you could guys should go watch these people because they're awful. Hey, <laughs> it's views, so we'll take it. Um, you want people so, to hate watch us? Oh god. Well, hey, whatever brings the 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 dough rolling, you know. Um, no, but really, we do this because we love it and we love you all. Uh, so please, uh, if you want to spread the word, check it out. Uh, as we head into this, uh, not second year, we've been we're halfway through the second year of this podcast. Uh, but as we head into summer season uh, with a lot of exciting stuff and trivia, if you want to be on trivia, if you want to compete in trivia, if you want to help host trivia for a match that Kelsey might be competing in or I competing in head to the Facebook page, the dill pickle movie network. It is a Facebook group. You can join for free. Uh, You may need an admin approval or whatever, but you can join it. You can also vote on draft day polls there. That is how we decide the winners of draft day through the Facebook polls. It's the only place that got traction last time. Instagram and Twitter did not, uh, but Facebook did. So if you want to vote on a winner for draft day every month, you have to go to that poll uh, to that group. Uh, and vote in the polls and if you want to be a participant in marvel trivia go to that group and let me know and that is going to be where i schedule some of the matches from now on uh so thank you guys so much for watching uh we'll see you next week for some uh miss marvel episode two see you next time don't go see jurassic world unless you really 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 want to uh please go see top gun instead it's much better 